When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where we get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and human here, of course, with Marnie Kinrush, she's best-selling author, etc. And we have our voice of man with us today. He's a comedian, very funny guy, Carl DiGregorio. Hey, hey. He's God, you are good before. that you can pronounce that. That's well, awesome. I'm, I'm Italian. So right. So it's easy it's for you. It's a proud moment. Yeah. I dig it. I grew up around people with the last name DiGregorio. It's an easy one. Yeah. Compared to the ones you oh. can grow up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you knew, like, if a girl had the Italian last name, she was going to be a giant bitch. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how it was in our town. Wait, what? You, what? Mm-hmm. So girls who were Italian yeah, with a complicated last like, name? Yeah. Like, who were really Italian girls, they'd be a little gaudy, you know, a lot dark. Of drive. Hair. Yeah. You, really? You know the type. They weren't, like, sweet girls with, like, Lace around there. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Lace, I don't know. So we were witness to a live vine outside of our studio. Really underwhelming. Very. What is a vine? I don't even really know what a vine you is. You don't know vine. They're videos, right? But yeah. like, why are they? Why are why are they interesting? Why do people it's like, like them? Instagram for videos? But they're like ten second videos. Yeah. Like, why you would is... actually do well on Vine. You what? should look into Vine. What, what would I do on Vine? It's like a really loop. quick. Yeah, it's like a loop. So you would either get like a really. Funny pickup line or a good pickup line or something, and just you just watch and just loop vines. it. Well, you don't loop it; it loops on its own. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, theoretically, it's funnier. Oh, just so repetition much makes it funny, right? Right. Is that the idea, right? Just yeah. totally beating a dead horse. I guess some so. vines are really funny. You can go on YouTube and type in like Vine compilation. Yeah, and they're really funny. And you know what's interesting is. A lo- I don't know if our listeners would be aware of this, but a lot of Black culture is on Vine. And like killing it. Really? Like super funny vines from black dudes. Really? Super funny. Way funnier than than white people. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They like have you heard of these gifs? The I feel like an old person right now. GIF. Like, have you heard oh gifs. GIF. No, really? Yeah, I swear to God. It's G I F. I yeah, think they're hilarious. GIF. They're amazing. Okay, explain what they are. Because yeah, I want Yeah, because I Carl's like, what? <laughs> Welcome to 2015, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh GIFs, they're basically like quick little um looping things without you've seen them. Uh-huh. They're like it's not vine. But it's like a like little video looping clips. video with no sound, uh-huh. and it's usually incredibly funny. Like Michael Keaton putting well, his speech like, away. Is that a, something is that like? like that? And it would just <laughs> it would just keep looping. And you, a okay. lot of these originate. But they're instead of emoticons, right? Like in, in, they're to replace no. them. <laughs> That's how people have been sending them to me. I don't even know where they get them from. But like they'll mm-hmm. say, "I'm so excited to see you," and then there'll be like somebody crunking like over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're funny, but I yeah, I, I've never used it in place of an emoticon. Usually, I just it's a huge. I mean, I don't send gifs. I, like, if I my boyfriend will find a link that's to one that's really funny, he'll send it to me. Gotcha. But I don't send them in like text messages. Maybe okay. people do. But I, I think that's interesting. I yeah. think actually, since we talk about like how to text women, how to talk to women, I think that's a funny thing to bring into oh, play. Definitely, because you can. That's funny. Like, because I don't think they're that big yet, where they're overplayed. I think that if well you for were, you because you're in 2010. Why is our, <laughs> they are overplayed? Really? Yeah. In 2000. When did this start? Yeah, a while happening. ago. God, I have no freaking life. It's ridiculous. no a lot a while ago. But um, I agree. On GIFs being a good move to send in a text, but don't send more than one. Right. Because then it's like, you all right, dude, yeah. I get it. Like, you're trying really hard. Right. So what what would you suggest for guys who are listening for a, a GIF that would be a great first GIF to send wow. after you meet somebody? Well, I'm not a pro or I'm not a Well, GIF you sound like expert. it. You're talking as if you are and talking down to <laughs> us. There's a really funny GIF of – like two totally dweeby dudes at a basketball game. Just type in like Jeff basketball game fans. Yeah. There's a really funny one. I can't ex- exactly even remember what it was, but it's really funny. That doesn't fall under trying too hard. I haven't talked about if, if texting you're having, with you guys. If but... you're having a good rapport, oh, okay. I think that you can throw it in. But if all of a sudden like she hasn't responded and you just send her a GIF. Just sending her random. It yeah. actually might be kind But of you funny. couldn't use it as like a first no. initial? Really? No. Yeah. 
That'd be weird. Really? I see. I wouldn't find that weird because I thought they were really funny. Like if I were at a bar and I met a guy and like 20 minutes later I got yeah. – I don't know what if it would be. If you were having the right rapport with the guy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, then for you sure. at first fine. Yeah. I think that's a great I, – I would smile at that. Mm. But if you met him and he was very serious and he was like, nice <laughs> to meet you and then he walks away – and then he sends you a really funny gif. It's like, you're like inconsistent, creepy. Yeah, yeah not not yeah, very consistency, cool. Right. Okay, I like that. We started off with a tip. I think that's very helpful go. for yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. And I too have learned something. So thank you very much. Thank you Kristen. for bringing up yeah, the gif. Oh, your gif. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was gif for a long okay. time until my dweeb friends told me it was gif. I need some dweeb friends. I should start talking to you more often outside of this studio. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like Chris you and I don't talk for the, don't spock, don't talk for the whole week, and we're like, oh yeah, we're going to see each other. Like, let's have a two minute conversation. Yeah, and then that's it. That and works we, for me. Then we that's... hate each other after, but we see each other more than we see our friends. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we see each other vibe, yeah. once a week for like three hours. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing as I have no friends, there's really nothing to compare it to. Right. Exactly. But it's one of the best parts of my week. I feel honored to be in the circle. Well, we're glad you're here. Thanks. all right, sorry. Oh, go, go. go on, go no, on, go on. No, no, you go. That's oh, okay. Important. Well, I wanted to talk about um, for, for the topic for today, the man's playbook. You know, we don't have that music anymore, but like, uh, <laughs> are you horny to uh, win? Uh, uh, uh. Um, we're going to talk about the differences between men and women because there are lots of differences. Um, but I think a lot of guys don't understand the differences, and I, I think that you know what we do, uh, what the Wing Girl Method does, which is which is my company. Um, we we try to inform men on what those differences are because if you don't know the differences and you don't understand who you're trying to sleep with, date, whatever, <laughs> it makes it even more challenging for you because uh-huh. you're acting in a way that you would think would work or what you would respond to as opposed to actually working with the people that you're trying to get and getting a better understanding. So I want to talk to you guys. Like what what do you think are the biggest differences between men Well, and men? I mean if you could take a picture right now of Carl versus us, I think it'd be pretty obvious. <laughs> Just size of yeah. cranium size, and uh, yeah, hair along schnozzle. The, yeah. Yeah. Hair along the facial line. Well, one of the biggest differences that you've you've talked about a couple of times is the fact that men and women actually see colors differently. I forget what the exact quote was or what, what the number it's was. It's something but. like, I've, I've said this so many times, so people who listen to all the episodes are probably like, okay, Kristen, we get it. Like, get shut it, up. Get another piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> it's your go-to factoid. Stat that it's I my have. only factoid. <laughs> Women see like seven colors of red. Men see like three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what does that mean? Shades of red. Uh, it means women are much more detail-oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'll give you a little bit of background, and I'm, it's sciencey stuff, so I'm going to totally screw this up. But this is like roughly my understanding of like the biology and the evolution, uh, evolutionary reasoning behind these differences. So in the past, men were cavemen, right? They needed to be single-focused. They went out. They hunted. They didn't need to see everything that's around them. Their, their goal was to provide food and shelter and take care right. of their family. For women, it was different. They were – you know, back at home or back in the cave and they were taking care of the children and other women and their job was to protect the den or the cave that they had. And for them, they had to really learn to um, be able to identify subtleties because of this. So if somebody were to come up to their den or cave or whatever, they would have to learn to see little nuances in that person's like face friend or their foe body. and things exactly. like that. Exactly, to, to tell whether or not they were going to be harmful or they were going to be helpful or, or, or whatever. So um, from that, you know, we still carry on that same biology and that same uh, evolutionary uh, – I don't even know what the word is. But anyway, right, right, right. We, we still are built that way. That's the way that we work. So men are single-focused. It's, it, you know, it's the reason that when a man looks in the fridge and he says, where's the ketchup? If it's hidden behind the mustard, he can't see the ketchup. Gone. It's gone. Right. Right. But for a Did woman, you eat all the ketchup? <laughs> yes, I ate an entire bottle of ketchup. I hate it. It was a 32 ounce, ketchup. man. Yeah. I'm like, just move the milk to the left and you'll see it. There it's are like right 40 there. Shades of red and ketchup, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I ate some of it. <laughs> so for women, women a big one of the biggest differences between men and women is, just, is the fact that women are extremely subtle in their actions, in their words. That's why for men, it's really difficult for them to understand what's being said and what's being said underneath the words sure, that they're saying. Sure. So like Kristen that. and I, we could have a full conversation without saying words, basically making fun of you in some way, and you would <laughs> never notice that we're doing anything. Are you doing it right now? Yes, absolutely. This is not I, cool. I totally hear you, Kristen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I also, I found like a couple of interesting uh, little images, gifts that I found online. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, an image of female dictionary and male dictionary, so I'm going to read them to you, okay? So when a woman says, 
nothing, forget it. Carl, what do you think that means? Oh, we're Trouble. doing dictionary? No, it's not. But I'm just gonna. Oh, uh, this is this is somebody else's. Oh, okay. Right. So, uh, yeah, when a woman says nothing, forget it. Uh, you're screwed. You're fucked. You got to have a huge conversation. This is gonna be a drag. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean when a, a man says it? Uh, stop talking. We're done. Oh, kinda. that's so funny. Okay, female dictionary. <laughs> nothing, forget it. Wim, uh, female is you better figure out what you did wrong. Male <laughs> is just quit talking about it. Yep. That's funny. Okay. Uh, next one. Are you tired? From the female dictionary. Uh, I think she's. Uh, it's a needy moment, and she wants to you to connect with her. <gasps> okay, and then what does it mean for man? Uh, or is this gonna is this gonna lead to sex immediately? And are we gonna do it? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one says I agree with that, but uh, this one says for women it says please don't go to sleep. I love talking to you. Oh, but for men it says genuinely genuinely curious as to whether or not you are sleeping. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm okay from a woman. Wait, I'm uh, sorry. Before I go to that one, I would say for the tired one, like, are you tired? That one for me would be like, are you in a bad mood? Like, what's your problem? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I, I would say it for that reason as mm-hmm. well. Okay, so uh, I'm okay. I'm from not okay. I'm totally not okay. And from a man, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the woman, it says, "Hold me tight. I need a shoulder to cry on." For a man, it says, "There's seriously not a damn thing wrong with me." Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm cold. From a woman. Uh, they're always cold, so uh, that's a hard one to figure out. I think that's literal. Is that possible? I'm that could cold. Be literal? Give me your jacket. Oh, okay. Oh, look at this. Yeah, Get a blanket okay. and cuddle with me. That's yeah. I'm cold. For like women. take care of me. Yeah. Okay. Give me warm. All right. So that's me being yeah. insensitive. Look at you, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm cold from a man. Is I'm pretty cold. I should probably get a blanket or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, leave me alone from a woman. Wow. Don't leave me alone. Yeah, right. We need to talk about this. Right. Yeah. Please don't go. That's what it says. Leave me alone from a man. Like leave me. Like if you could vaporize that. <laughs> yeah, it says great. get out of my fucking face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you vape women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love you. Uh, I, oh. uh, for, from a woman is uh, uh, I love you and say it back like almost right at the end of the sentence. Like mm. overlap my oh, sentence. So good. But it's okay. So she. this one said, tell me you do more. Okay. And I love All you right. for a man is I love you just that. I don't expect a stupid fucking response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Okay. Well, this- there's some guys who are needy. Correct. Who, who would want the response. Yeah, wow. Who are insecure. Tough. There are insecure dudes. No way. Mm-hmm. I've said thank News you flash. when a girl said I love you once. Really? <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> and then you never saw her again, obviously. Yeah, we worked it out for a little bit, but it didn't, didn't did she last. Say, did she really? say you're welcome? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Is she I polite? So. I mean, you might learn to love her. Yeah. Exactly. I thought exactly. you handled that well. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, when my husband said I love you to me for the first time, um, it made me super uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. no, and really? I remember. Like yeah, I remember like I said it into – I was like, I love you too. Like I just like – I went into – it took me – at least three days to get comfortable with saying it. Wow. I felt it. I had felt it for a very long time. But like in my family, we don't really say, okay. I love you. Um, that was very, we're starting to now and it still feels really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I now say it to like a lot of other people because I'm very comfortable because my husband has introduced me to the I love you. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was very weird for me. Wow. I didn't say thank you. But that's like but a c- nature versus nurture. That's not a, that's like a, maybe a female male cross wire thing then when you said it maybe. more readily than you were ready for it, wouldn't that's a? I thought. Well, I was ready for it. I definitely didn't want to say it first, right, but it right, just right. the words to come out of my mouth were really foreign for me and uncomfortable. Yeah. And now I say it. Like I'm every... stingy with those words. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my family, we say it all the time. Yeah, we do. But, that... but but it's hard for me to say it to other people outside of my family. Really? Mm-hmm. Like like to my boyfriend. We've been together for six years, and I can say I love you to my my mom, dad, sister, brother like ten times a day. Like love you. Uh-huh, love uh-huh. You, okay? and you have a hard time. With but your then boyfriend? with my boyfriend, it's like. We'll just say like mush or something because like, it's, it's like an inside thing. Right. It's more comfortable for you. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Mm, it's weird. All right. I had, I had I another. It, I have intima- intimacy. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we all know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have another gif, right, mm-hmm. that I found or a, a, a pnig. PNG. We don't want to say Jeff because then we're promoting peanut butters. Right. Exactly. No, but this is like a and gif, more a gif a file or a JPEG. Mm-hmm. Jepug, Jepug, Jepug. Let's call it that. See, I do know technical stuff, which is, <laughs> might, might be ancient, but still. Okay, uh, it's comparing men and women. You think she feels. You approach and court. She sits back and accepts. You base decisions on fact and experiences. She bases decisions on emotion and expectation. You say you would like love her. She tests to see if you like love her. You state your na- needs. She makes you figure out her needs. You have to lead. She gets to follow. Feeling really sex. glad I'm not a guy right now. Mm-hmm. She withholds sex. 
You think sex is primarily physical. She thinks sex is primary, primarily emotional. You don't read minds. She thinks she does. Mm-hmm. What do you think about these different – some of them are uh, a little skewed from a male point of view. Um, they're, but, they're definitely those. I definitely completely – think are right on yeah the definition ones i think are mostly right on but i do think that there's crossover with those where For sure. the women can you know there are girls who aren't always like yeah i need the blanket get me a blanket <laughs> like oh, guys can be needy like that yeah, i know I so too. there's a lot of parts in my relationship where i'm very needy but i know that there's a lot of parts where my boyfriend's really needy I think deeper into the relationship, yeah. depending on what's going on between the two of you, if, if like for some reason you're not filling each other's love buckets, a little call back to five language, <laughs> five love languages. But I threw up into a love bucket. Right? Oh, exactly. There we go. But if you're, if you're not doing those things for your partner and you start uh, to build tension and anxiety and, and really do start to doubt whether the other person appreciates you, respects you, and loves you, uh, uh, insecurity for both sexes can definitely start to exist. So for sure, uh, those – phrases that were said could be for both men and for women. Yeah. But I think generally oh, yeah. they're, 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 pretty, they're, they're pretty correct. Yeah. They yeah. exist for a reason. They're, so, but so you, they're frustrating for the male, it seems. For it's, sure. Everything you read off just made me uncomfortable and I got quiet. And yeah. <laughs> well, which which one made you the most uncomfortable? The, the mind reading and the expectation freaks. You know, sure. It doesn't freak me out. It's just... Uh, Things are getting a little more complicated as gender roles kind of start to, you know, we're all going to be wearing jumpsuits and having like gender neutral For sure. outfits. I already and wear stuff. a jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, so it's like if you want to, if you're a sensitive dude and you want to meet, you know, if you think culture's changing, so then some of this stuff should disappear. And it doesn't because maybe we are, you know, different. And yeah. so we should be okay with that. Yeah, we should it doesn't mean unequal. Okay. It just means different, different. right? Natural. But That's it's natural. just hard for, you know, like you know, you know, sensitive dudes. You know what's interesting to me is that people – this is a stereotype that I'm creating right now or sensing <laughs> yeah, right now or something like go that. Go for it. People who would be into really like natural food – not you because I know Marnie's – but like people who would be very vegan and natural right. – would be the first people to want to have gender neutral clothing, which seems like <laughs> hypocrisy because it's like, well, you want what's natural. What's natural isn't a woman being a man and a man being a woman, mm-hmm. but yet that's what you want in your food. You know, it's there. I see so many consistencies when it comes to this, like everything be even right. and equal bullshit. Or like a girly right. girl can't be feminist or you know, yeah. something like that. I mean, a stripper being like a super feminist, I think is hilarious. You know, there's yeah. just, when there's in- inconsistencies, but, um, what I was going to say real quick about the gender neutral stuff is there's actually a store, a big um, a big department store in England or in London or something. They're going to all gender neutral I just clothing. read that as well. Yeah. It wasn't Harrods. It was something else. It was something. It's a, it's so a, it's you a look major. like Star Trek Next, next yeah. Generation. Is that what it, the stuff looks like? I'm just curious. I have no I'm, idea. I'm I don't okay. know what would be in there. Would it be like one rack? Like is it a whole section? I have I, absolutely I no idea. I would picture it to skew male I'm gigantic, because I can't see though. dudes wearing like chick – well, maybe it's maybe one I section can, that has all of the same things, but just saying, like, you know, have a free for all. Like, you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. You want to oh, wear. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe yeah, that's maybe what it's it like is. one section. There's not men's and women's section, right? Because I wonder what like a like a gender neutral line would look like. Um, you're right. I think it would just be more masculine. Me, right? Exactly. Like. Exactly. So I I want to know from your point of view, like, why why does you base decisions on fact and experience versus she bases decisions on emotion and expectation. Why does that cause you stress or frustration? Uh, it's because, you know, the, I, I'm trying to find an example like on the street, but like, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of times, let's just say like in a... Think about I, your own relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, I can only think of one story off the, on the fly here, but like the, we were walking home one night and there was a dude who was on the street. It was a, uh, th- there was a, uh, maybe an ex- a, chance for some physical like a, a fight to occur with you and the yeah dude? maybe if we could but could my thing that. was just let's just keep walking don't engage he was like a bad dude yeah okay. don't engage let's just keep moving yeah don't don't it's like ghost right and, and patrick swayze you know and sometimes you don't yeah is that what happens in there i <laughs> well, just remember the clay oh he gets yeah, yeah. by a guy named carl by the yes, way yes carl yes it's always carl the carl's the worst name in movies <laughs> um but like I, I basically just said yeah, – maybe her instinct or her feeling said, oh, this is OK. I can I can talk to this guy. And I'm like, you can't talk to this guy because then I got to – and and, and um, 
it wound up escalating because, you know, her feeling in the moment was, well, now he's being rude. And I'm like, okay, he can be rude all he wants. We need to get at us without me having to, you know, break my hand on his face or get beaten up in front of you, which would be not the ideal, (laughs) you know, thing. But, you know, so, and then we had a big, you know, the next day she woke up and said, you were right, which is, you know, probably historical and male female (laughs) relationships. But, and I don't know if I'm addressing that question, but I'm just saying she, I knew from maybe fact and from the fact that a man has to eventually get to the point where he's got to defend that she didn't understand that I was going to have to deal with this physically and uh, that she maybe was going to try to mediate it on the street, you know? So that was, she was more having emotions about the situation and you were being like, here's a logical plan. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the differences come in. So how, how would you explain to the guys that are listening if they were in that same situation, how to bridge that gap? Uh, I mean, uh, preparation, that's another thing. Maybe that's a man thing, but like just sort of, yeah, (laughs) like having, you know, I, I don't know why you'd need to know, you know, how to avoid conflict on the street, but Maybe don't walk home and use Uber would be a good advice instead of <laughs> right. like walking home from a dive bar in, in a bad part of town. But I, I don't know. Just uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can ever get a woman's uh, – can anybody get through to anybody, you know? I don't know. Well, OK. So it's, it's interesting. So like I, I don't think that in the moment there could have been anything done because right. you definitely both have different experiences that had you see that situation in a different way. But – uh, I like that she did say that to you the next day. Yeah. Like, you were right. Um, but you could have a conversation about like where you were coming from, uh-huh. like where how you understood that something could potentially happen, like sharing information. I, I think I think a lot of men forget to do that sometimes uh-huh. and they either just respond or re- – and sometimes you don't have time to sit down and say like, listen, this is what I think about the situation. But I think post-situation, uh, you can definitely have a conversation yeah. about expectations and about like where you're coming from so that for her, when she does have a future emotion or expectation, she can go back to the conversation that you've had mm-hmm. and understand – where you're coming from. Right. It's just like, again, you can't do it in the moment or capture it in the moment, but then maybe, you know, you'll both learn something for either your next relationship or for the next time that something like that happens. Yeah, she, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, she did, uh, since, you know, with the joke now, do not engage, I always say that, don't engage, don't right. engage, and she's like, okay, I get it. I don't, yeah. don't want to belabor the story, but I'm kind of confused on what was mm-hmm. going on. I'm just curious. So you were walking home and right. a guy was walking toward you and you just felt this. No, no, no. Oh. He, he, it's not really a race issue, but my uh, my girl, I'm in an inter. Uh, my girl's black, and so it was, uh, it was maybe he was not digging that I was a white guy on her arm, and oh, okay. you know we want it. We all want to be uh, fight the good fight and and not. Um, it wasn't time to like to do like a. And yeah, and I could like just like a tell, PSA for he, he was being he was being cool, like he was like, "What's up, y'all?" And I was you know, but it was it you was pointed, was and too. we needed to get past. Yeah. We needed to round the corner. And then if just if we lingered a little too long, and then he he escalated, and then I was like, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah, okay, I got that's kind of the the uh, that was how that went. Down. Interesting. Yeah. So what what else would you say from both of your relationships? Have you learned about um, dealing with the opposite sex? Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how to do it. I I, 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 don't, I don't know how to do it either. I don't know honest. how to get. I mean, for me, and this is very specific which is kind of ironic because I'm talking about detail right now. I am very detail-oriented. Um, in my living space, I like things to be exactly where they should be. I don't like yeah. crumbs on the counter. I don't like splotches on the wall. And I've, you know, for me, it's so difficult because my boyfriend doesn't see those things. He doesn't right. see the crumbs and he doesn't see the pillow skewed up toward the hmm. wrong direction. And I do. So it's like that's been a really hard thing to just communicate Simply like it should look like this, but he doesn't see it. So, I mean, for for me, it's been like an ongoing battle. Well, actually, I can ask you, Carl. Are you like a messy person? I'm a you? neat freak, but oh. not a clean freak. So mm-hmm. I have <laughs> different standards of uh, what I think. Like uh, my girl will Swiffer uh, hourly if she could. And, oh, send her over to my house. Yeah. But I, I also – I can tell that she won't put uh, you know my stapler back in the right place and I'll freak out oh, about okay. that. But it's probably OCD more than right. neat freak. But, right. Well, yeah. I, I want like, – So I'm, I could relate to you, but I mean I might not – 
I might not. I could care less if there's a cheese doodle under the couch, you know. Okay. Yeah. So what have you learned from your relationship, like how to deal with these differences? You're actually because if there's a cheese doodle. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yes, there you go, provisions. Yeah, like, it's okay. <laughs> well, like, because that – really, when you start living with people in close quarters, when you are deeper into a relationship, um, and, and it's – you start – to become tense, you start to really hold it against the other person. And it, it's difficult because he's not doing something to hurt you on purpose, right? And you're not being the way you are, which is the same way as me, to be annoying. You just want everything in order. Mm-hmm. So, Carl, let me ask you, like, what, what, what's the solution yeah, there for the two of them? How, you how you want the solution to be like, don't be like that, right? right. Like, that's both sides are probably saying that. But um, – I like, guess, how do you not see this? How yeah, do you not see this yeah. giant crumb of bread yeah. almost the size of a piece of toast that you left on the counter? Right. How do you not – I mean, this is like me getting out my yeah, head. Yeah. I haven't listened to this episode. Yeah. How do you not see that you opened a package of uh, emergency and then used it's it everywhere. and then left it on the counter and there's powder yeah, spray yeah. everywhere? How do you not see that? Yeah, like, that's to a me, tough one. That's a, that's a basic uh, not uh, – Well, if you did something, how, how would like, you – yeah, How do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Uh, I guess but calm. I guess calmly, but then that calm tone and we're having a conversation tone just sends me batty. Um, right. Yeah, because the nicer I try to be, I'm like, hey, I'm literally not trying to be an asshole. Yeah. Just there's you yeah, know. You sound like a girl serial. Yeah, killer. and then You're he, like, oh, here we go. And know? then he starts rolling his eyes, and then I get pissed. I'm like, why can't I just say anything? You know. So there is that. Right. I haven't figured out the answer. How, how would you address the situation, or what would be like the mature version of Carl? I think you got to pick your battles, and uh, yes, that's what I've that's been doing. Kind of what it is, and and also I have to realize that uh, I can't expect. Um, like I, I literally, I don't think it's photographic, but I do. Like I got robbed once in my apartment, and my first question was, you know, did you borrow a watch? And like, I don't know why she'd borrow a watch, but because it, it wasn't where it was, and I just took a scan of the room. I'm like, did you borrow two hundred and seventy dollars cash? Right, right, exactly. And she's like, no. And then I'm like, okay, I got. And then I walk through the apartment, and I'd been robbed, and all I had to do was scan the room, and I didn't have to ruffle through anything. So she, so I, I do know where things are. So how would I? I, I, nobody can be like like a freak like me, so I guess I gotta ease up. But I, you know, you gotta make sure that you know uh, so if you it's think, really you bugging it's like- you, you have to say something and really cool. Like I'll call you right back, that kind of thing. I, I we had the big conversation where I said, you know, you say that, and then it's it's, and I think I'm literally not going anywhere until you call me back, and it one and it could be two hours, right? And I've blown time, right. and so you didn't mean I'll call you right back. So it, you know, and she's like, oh, okay, well, I was being, you know anecdotal or not right. literal and I was right. like oh okay so we got through that and now it's like you know we, we kind of have to be careful with our words sometimes right well this the, I brought up this situation because it actually ties into you know that difference that I talked about you base decisions on fashion experience and she bases decisions oh, on really? emotion and expectation um, which is which is a, a very big difference um, and that that can lead to um separation between two people, which I see happen a lot and a lot a lot. And you sort of like you're just like, fine, I've I've said this five different times and you haven't done anything about it. It's gonna annoy me, eat away at me, it's gonna make me not want to have sex with you. Um and it's gonna live there forever. Mm. But I'm going to pretend to be okay with it for now, which happens to a lot of couples. And and that leads to ultimate the breakup essentially. It's not necessarily a breakup, but right. it's just like it's just distance. I think that a lot of couples you know su- suffer from distance. Mm-hmm. And I think for anybody who's listening who is single or in a relationship right now, um, I think that you know these things may seem like petty little things, but they they ultimately end up uh, killing a relationship. Yeah, that's true. And you know, like, it, and it, turning it sour, and then you know, you end up anyway. I'm not going to go down a whole tangent, that, but, <laughs> but that's the big difference between men and women, and that's where I want to <laughs> end that note on. Um, but I think they're they were like really interesting little. Little differences. Um, but on the second half of the show, we have Goldie on our show, who's been on our show before. She is a stylist. She lives in New York, um, but she travels all over the world styling oh, men cool. specifically. Yeah. She, she works with women too. Um, but she's worked on MTV. She have a field day with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. She used to work for Diane von Furstenberg. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, designer. Yeah, um, yeah. But she's amazing. And so she's going to talk to us about style okay. and how to make your inside match with your outside so that women are more attracted to you and that's what we're talking about just on the second half blood. of the show scarves I'm thinking scarves lots of scarves <laughs> <laughs> can't even see your face exactly. perfect we're gonna have her on the second half of the show so stay tuned 
welcome back uh, to the show. We've got Goldie on the line. She's going to tell us about uh, awesome fashion things. So, um, Marnie, talk to Goldie because I don't really know where to start. <laughs> well, Goldie's awesome. But Goldie's on the phone with us right now, and she actually uh, is a stylist, and she also works for my company as the stylist, and she's fantastic. And I've you know uh, I've seen all of the transformations that she's done with guys that come in my boot camps mm-hmm. or guys that she's worked with independently, and they're just like phenomenal. Like literally, it would be a guy like who looks like who's the founder of uh, Microsoft? What's his name? Steve. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, right? Bill Gates, and then you see him after. He's worked with more like Bill Mates. Right, exactly. And it's like, it literally is like an Abercrombie model. Like, like, I hate myself, by yeah, the way. Me too. That's fantastic. Um, but like amazing, like um, amazing what she can pull out um, from these guys. And, and what she does, she doesn't like just dress every single guy the same. Right. She actually like finds out who they are, what they're passionate about, like what they like to do, and then just enhances their style. And for some for some people, you know, who who dress like they're 14 years old, she'll say like, no, no more of this. Right, We're right, going right, to right. bring you up and like, you know, make you an adult. Um, but Goldie is on the phone with us and she's going to talk to us today about style. So hey, Goldie. Hi there. Thanks for that intro, Marnie. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so tell us about style and why it's important for men to have style, own their style and improve their style. Well, style is just a whole other form of entertainment is what I like to tell my clients. Um, it's a whole new uh, realm that they can anyone is welcome to enter because um, I truly believe that everyone should look their best, put their best foot forward because we're all familiar with that saying you only have one chance to make a first impression. So you might as well make a good one. And um, I truly believe that fashion can be just another expression of who you are on the inside and also be your calling card, whether you're trying to attract uh, more women uh, in your life, uh, more business, uh, more friends, whatever it may be. When you co- when you like match up your style with who you are, the possibilities are endless. Okay. Well, I have a question. So, oh, I'm sure some people are listening and saying, like, screw that. If, they, if if a woman doesn't like me because I wear like t-shirts that say like. Like I love canned – I don't even – Certified I, sex instructor. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like, like if she can't More like, like me for me, you wear that shirt. <laughs> like screw her. So wh- what do you think about that? Well, I just don't think that that's being realistic. While fashion definitely does not define the man, it definitely packages it up – packages him up nicely so that helps you have a leg up on the competition in the room and all the other guys on the dating website because if they're doing it you might as well keep up with Jones and make sure that you have a higher chance Uh, a lot of guys say why should I change who I am she should just be happy with who I am um, from the get-go but I, I just think why not Go for it. Just be your best version of yourself and kind of put pride aside. And But then if, say- if you were to say why not, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, because I don't want to. Like what – like can you explain what, what it does? Like for a woman, when three guys walk past her, one with horrible style, one who's like super stylish and maybe like too stylish and another one that doesn't look like he's trying too hard. Like why, why is it important? Like why does it make that difference for women well, in the way that your interactions go? Well, for for one, just know that when you are dressed, um, when you're dressed really, really well, a girl can girl notices that you're trying your best in life, and then she kind of like thinks, "Hey, if he takes care of himself, I bet he would take care of me really nicely." Um, Whereas if one of the guys is just wearing a sloppy sweatshirt with mustard on the front, (laughs) chances are he probably his idea of a good date is taking you to maybe McDonald's or who knows. But you know, you have the love of mustard in common. Yeah. What if it's an aioli? (laughs) Right. Right. That's a different story. (laughs) But it's just. it's it's like that you're going to have to try even harder. Like if if the full package is there and it's not saying you have to be Mr. Abercrombie model, uh, no, super good looking or super fit. It's saying like you're putting yourself together well. So tell us like – oh, can, go on. Can I say yeah. something real quick? I have a theory about um, – what's a very uh, poorly thought out theory. Um, but <laughs> men, men, men from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, they looked – Awesome. It seemed like no. I could be living in a dream world, but it seemed like no matter what class you were, you know, what if you were middle class, upper class, poor, they all had almost like a, 
a standard of look that was so put together and so attractive that that's why people had families earlier. Because if I was a chick, I would do any of those dudes. <laughs> I'm telling that. you. And the, the that like grace is just – and that dignity has just gone out the door. And as a woman, I don't know if I speak for all of them, but I find that classic look so hot. So do I. If a guy pulls it off, so do I. Well, yeah. you mean like yeah. like looking like Boardwalk Empire in 2015? Like yeah, but not around. to that extent. Mad Men a little bit, not in like in oh, a costume. Okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, Mad Men. You know, maybe your hair, you know, quaffed Definitely. a little bit. Yeah. The, I will say one thing. I don't like when a guy looks like too stylish. Too, yeah, like too, that. It took him two hours. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But there's something to the 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 side of it that looks just classic and classy right. that doesn't look like it takes forever. Like I'm looking at Goldie's. Your website, GoldieRush.com, right? Yeah. Oh, that's and, cool. Those are the before and after. Yeah. And the dudes, I mean, it's just they no, instantly go too. from dweeb to, and I don't usually say this word, but fuckable. They, they, they totally Literally. Do. Yeah, exactly. Nice it's word. crazy. Like, you, yeah. like, some people even look like homeless people. Like, some of the people that she's worked with. Or that just she's... like personality lists, like dudes from like a really boring office to all of a sudden some guy with a lot going on, not only for himself, but in his head because it, it comes yeah. out through his clothes. Yeah, for sure. So, tell us like the basics, Goldie. Like, what do guys who are listening to the show, um, what do they need to do to improve their style? Like, what are the basics that they need to know? Well, Everyone just needs to take personal stock of like where they are um, and be honest with yourself, like look in front of the mirror and be like, do I really, really look good? And um, chances are, if you're honest with yourself, there's definitely things you can improve upon. Um, fit is number one. Um, right now, it's all about kind of like the slim fit. It's It's been that way for a while now, and I still predict that it's going to stay that way for at least a couple more years. Um, uh, mm-hmm. About like 10 years ago, People were wearing a little baggier fit, um, whereas now it's all about that European slim fit still. Once you get that right, you can pretty much flatter any figure flaws because no matter what size you are, if, if your clothes fit you well, you're going to look good. So that's the first thing. It's all about fit. The second thing, it's well, actually, all I'm about- I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. That all, all, these guys are all my clients. Um, <laughs> oh, they but, are? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, not the women, but the men. Um, w- w- d- describe fit because I'm that a may be- thick, and I don't know that I can rock the Euro look. Uh, right. Well, so, okay. Yeah, so you looking. say you're a little bit thick, and um, are you saying you don't know if you can like rock good the slim fit? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, what does that mean Like, if, for, for like a shirt that fits him or pants that fit him? Like, How do, okay. how do you make sure that you're doing that? So some of you, and including maybe you, might be thinking, oh, no, that just sounds tight. Right, right, um, right. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is I want the, I want your clothes to just fit on your body. Um, no, not too much extra room in the shirt. So, like, say just take a normal button-down shirt um, and pinch it on the side and just try to f- the side this. of your waist and try to see how much fabric is there if you're pinching a lot of extra fabric chances are that shirt's outdated okay um and it probably is adding poundage adding look um like making you look heavier than you are um whereas if you had a slim fit shirt that's going to create the illusion of being long and lean so a lot of times what um i notice when guys have a little bit of extra in the middle, um, they think that hiding in a baggier shirt is the way to go to hide the pounds. But what is better is to wear a shirt that just kind of like skims the side of your waist, not too tight, of course. Right. Um, and that will just create the illusion that um, you're long and lean. Uh, my claim to fame is I can make guys look 10 pounds thinner if that's what they want or 10 pounds bigger if that's what they want and 10, and 10 years younger. So um, it's all about the illusion, and you can really do that with um, just the cut of your clothing. I will tell you one thing. So we we did a boot camp together. uh, Was Evelyn in New York? I forgot. And uh, there were great people on that boot camp. Anyway, um, we (laughs) you know we're we're with the guys the entire weekend, and Goldie uh, came to meet us on the final day, and took each of them to go do like an hour little shop. We were in like a shopping district, and just like dress them up and show them how they could look and like things to improve. And she took them to like Zara, like places that are fairly inexpensive to look really good. and I remember the other wing girl who was with me on the boot camp after, you know, we worked on their personality and like approach styles and their confidence uh, and their flirting techniques and then coupled with the style 
because they all yeah. bought whatever Different gold he guys, showed them. Huh? Like, I remember uh, the wing girl that was working with me. She's like, is it weird that I want to, like, go out with them now? Like, I, I, <laughs> I want to blur every line that we've Yeah, filmed. I would so, I would date yeah. I would date these guys. Like, they're the full package uh-huh. now. Uh, and, and honestly, like, even for me, I was just like, you're a different person. Like, after Goldie would be with him for one hour, I'd be like, you are a different person. Like, you look like you are successful, well put together. Like, you have things going on. You're driven. It may be an illusion for right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no matter what... <laughs> That made me look at them, and I looked at them in a different way than I had before. I already loved them because they were on the boot camp with me, so I knew their personality. But then, even more, it just enhanced uh, everything. Yeah. But yeah, tell, give us a few more tips on because I think that's a great tip for for shirts and for clothes. To, you want them to fit you. And is there somewhere that people can go? Like, if they can't work with you, let's say they go to a clothing store. Can can like what's it's, it's overwhelming. I know for me, I think I have a decent sense of style. You do. But when I walk into a store, <laughs> it's like I don't know where to start because I have a specific look that I want, but I don't know how to actually pull it from these clothes and how to make it. It's then I'll find something. It's the look that I want, but maybe not the fit. So it can be overwhelming. So where do you start? Yeah. Where do you start? Well, you basically, when I work with my clients, um, we first start off with the closet clean. Um, if I'm working in person and, um, then I know what, they have already. So where to start is kind of taking um, stock of what you already have and what you need. So say, um, I think every guy needs a pair of like perfect jeans, a dark, um, (laughs) slim to straight jeans is the style right now. Um, Boot cut. No, Uh, just throwing that out there. But um, I think everyone cargo, anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Definitely. Just like a nice, um, classic, slim, dark pair of jeans. Everyone, so no needs. dockers, no dockers, Never. dockers, please. Um, chinos, dock. chinos mm-hmm. are cool, which are basically just like khaki pants, but in different colors. Um, okay. But again, it's all about the fit, the slim, the straight. But um, yeah, so you just have to kind of cho- figure out what is it that your wardrobe is missing, um, whether it's a blazer um, or a white slim fit button down or that perfect dark pair of jeans or a um, black boot. Or so these are a, staples that you're listing uh-huh. that every person yeah, should these are have. All, these are all little freebie staples that I think, honestly, every guy needs. And I'm, so I'm going to interrupt you for one second. You know what? I learned this from my sister when she lived in England. Um, she had told me, I think it's the same thing in New York. Like, people save up to buy, like, one pair of boots and they wear them every single day. Like, they, they have, yeah. like, staple items that are really yeah. nice, fit them really well, and they just keep it's repeating like, them over and over again. It's like buying a really good olive oil to keep yeah. in your pantry. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. For sure. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I would much rather um, uh, focus on quality over quantity. And um, it just reminds me, um, I may, may have mentioned this before, but I, when I went to Italy, I was really impressed with the way the men were dressed. Um, okay. But I did also notice that they were kind of wearing the same guys that I would see over and over because I was there for a few weeks, kind of was rocking the same sport coat every day in the same sweater, but they were kind of mixing and matching different scarves and different ties to um, create a new look. But their staple pieces were all the same, but of the highest quality. And so I asked someone, I said, what are they doing? Like, what is this about? Um, Do they not care that they're wearing the same thing every day? And they said, no, um, Italians kind of just invest in one um, new like designer item every year every season and then they just build their wardrobe that way and if you buy well it um this piece should last you a few years so i agree quality quality and i like i like shopping for classic items with my clients i really try to stay away from items they don't have to be expensive items no not at all you really don't need a million bucks to look like a million bucks you just need to have um 27 bucks You need at least $20, but um, it's, it's just, it's really about buying classic items and not buying, uh, investing in too many trendy items, but um, I'll just list those classic items again, uh, just like a slim white fit button down, um, a nice leather jacket um, works well for most men, um, slim, dark 
uh, no faded blue jeans, um, also in black as well. Black, black is okay. As a reminder. Yeah, like black's le- great. For jeans, though, like even yep. if you're not Steven Seagal, you can wear black jeans? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. But, it, but as a reminder for guys, because I know where I'm from, there's a lot of ex- – access to older styles so like we have this place called forever leather in our town which is hilarious (laughs) it's like 90s styled leather jackets don't go go look online at current stores and then shop from there don't think oh a leather jacket and then go get something that looks like it's from 1991 yeah with an eight ball on it or something yeah yeah is there a magazine that you can recommend for guys to look through are there certain stores oh absolutely Uh, GQ GQ um, Esquire those two should set it straight. And I highly recommend that um, every guy listening right now get a subscription to GQ and just become familiar, flip through the pages and become familiar with what's in right now. Because honestly, style is so, so important. You really want to get your image right. And I know that may sound superficial to you, but trust me, um, once you get um, on the style train, you're not going to want to get off. Yeah, because it's really, really fun. It's like meth. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, oh, <laughs> it looks. You know, that seems like really horrible to do, and then you do it. You're like, this is great. Yeah, now that no, I've ever done it's it. really, really yeah. great. I have had no complaints yeah, in the past husband. eight years that I've been working with these guys, yeah. and they're all super thrilled. And I get, I get emails um, from my for- my clients just thanking me because now they have women approaching them. Yeah. Um, in the streets and it's it's trust me it's really really important and the best thing about it is it's a quick fix it can all be figured out in like literally a day right look at this guy on our website that has like you can see he has like a belly honestly looks like a homeless person and then the 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 opposite picture of him afterwards is like a totally different person like super sexy like i i would want to talk to him yeah and honestly there's like no shame like some of my clients are like they're they're ashamed they're like oh god i just really don't know how to dress myself and you know what i say to them i'm like i don't know how to do my own taxes Right, exactly. You know, like we oh, all have our own, yeah. right? Exactly, uh, our own strengths, and that's why we have professionals in our field. You know, right. because that's why we need you, Marnie, like to help us with, like our, you know, our game and stuff. And that's why yeah. I'm here to help <laughs> make sure you're set. So no judgments at all. Perfect. Just here to help. Well, tell people um, how they can get in contact with you. Uh, and are you going to give them something special if they say they heard about you through the Ask Women podcast? Well, of course, you Great. know. So just, just there it is. You know, I love. I just an FYI, Marnie is the best, and I've been <laughs> enjoying working with her for the longest time. And so, definitely, if you email me at goldie at goldierush dot com, um, you'll get, um, of course, extra special. Um, treatment and um, yeah so just just go ahead email me again goldie g-o-l-d-i-e at goldie rush r-u-s-h dot com and check out my website at goldierush.com and you can see all the transformations and i think the proof is in the pictures and just know that like you too can have that um you know that huge of a transformation. I just truly believe everyone is entitled to look their best. You don't need to be George Clooney, but, um, oh, to look could. your best, but, uh, but it's all possible. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's more accessible than you think. It, absolutely. Yeah. Well, before, and again, you don't need to be a millionaire to look, um, to look amazing. It's, it's, you really don't. Yeah. I, I so. 100% agree with you. Before we let Gold, uh, Goldie go, I want to do one question for overanalyze this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if women want sex as much as men or more than men, why do they deprive themselves by making it so difficult for the men who want to give it to them? Robert. Say that one more time. So he – because we, we've talked about it before and actually lots of websites talk about like that women actually do want sex. They're very sexual creatures. Mm-hmm. They, you know, fantasize. They watch We're porn. Human. We're human beings. <laughs> we have desires. We like, – all of this stuff. Speak for yourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's asking if women want sex so much, why do we make it so difficult Because for the, men? Set, the setting has to be right. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. And the person has to be right. And by setting, I, I don't mean just the room. I mean the whole situation yeah, has yeah. to be yeah. right. I don't just want like a penis inside of uh, me. All right. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I want the full picture. Exactly what we were just mm-hmm. saying about style. Like that is a full package. Right. I want somebody who looks good, who can tell, takes care of himself, um, but who also has like a great personality, right. can make me laugh, really values himself. You want that full package and your sexual partner as well. Whether it's like you want the one night stands, you want it to be exciting and like good looking and dirty or wh- whatever it is. You want that full package there. That that I wouldn't say that women make it more difficult. I think we're more selective yeah. on who we allow inside us. And she goes again. <laughs> I know, just it's weird because like Carl knows your husband. Keep it yeah. real. <laughs> Exactly. And he's, he's like, like turning red. But it's something to share, and that's a maybe a way to look at it from both angles. Is if if it's go, if it's really good, it's something you share. So it shouldn't be commoditized, maybe, uh, you know. And the withholding and the pursuing too aggressively. If you, if 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 you have a sex positive physical back and forth, then. Yeah, absolutely. And I want nothing the I'm word positive to... associated with anything that I'm doing with sex. Like, <laughs> but I will say that sex positive is the creepiest back, thing I ever yeah. said. It is. <laughs> to go back to the beginning of our show with differences between men and women, the difference for women, and I think a lot of men forget this, is that um, I just heard a quote recently one in three women are physically or sexually abused. Every that's year. horrifying. Like, yeah, like, that's like a, a statistic, okay. like the, uh, around the like world. Like that—that's what's right. happening, and that's who we are. No, okay, there is female empowerment. No matter what, there are men out there yeah. who attack us, who rape all of these things. So we have to be more selective with who we allow to be with us. What and I want to have say sex to dudes with. is, like, get pregnant too. Picture, just yeah. if you're a woman, if, just try to be in a woman's shoes for a second, and picture having. Goldie will help you with that. Picture, yeah. Picture <laughs> having a hole in your body that someone's like shoving. <laughs> that someone's shoving shit into. Having a drink now. Like it, it's a very intense thing yes. for a woman. When you, I've, if I have, a, you know, I, I'm not going to go. No, never mind. No, I'm not what go you more have what? Well, you know, if I, right. I just want to hear Kristen say this. It's different. Me having like a hand and you know putting the hand. I'm not like. Having a feeling the way the keyhole would be having the feeling, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of of theories, Kristen. I just want men to understand that it's much more abrasive. It's abrasive for women, yeah, yeah, than it is for men. Yeah, and there's yeah, or even being on the receiving end of a kiss, like that whole like guy pushing his face at you. You know, you might want to be get a couple of uh, green lights before you. Yeah. You know, and just be, you know, think For about sure. being on and the receiving end. Yeah. So, Robert, hopefully that answers your question as to why, you know, we appear to make it more difficult. The truth is we have to be more careful. It's like we you select more selective. you let into your home just the way a woman would select who you're going to let into your van. Yeah. It's like the same <laughs> – I love it. And that is a perfect note to end on. But if you want to ask questions for Overanalyze This, write them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. We want to thank Goldie for being on our show. And you can find out more about her at goldierush.com. That's G-O-L-D-I-E-R-U-S-H.com. And we want to thank Carl... Digorilla, Digorgorio. I can't is. say your last name. I'm horrible because I'm Jewish. Is that what? I, I don't know. Digorgorio. Digorgorio. Okay, yeah, so I did it. Digorgorio. Digorgorio. Yes, uh, uh, CarlDDoesIt.com. I make it easier by not having to make you type the name. So yeah. CarlDDoesIt.com. And uh, you can check out The Drama King on Amazon if you're Perfect. a reader. And you can use oh, our right. link. Go to WingGirlMethod.com slash Amazon to purchase that book. Yeah. Um, but you can check out new episodes of the Ask Women podcast. They get released every Thursday. But I highly suggest that you sub- subscribe to our podcast so that you don't have to do that work every single week. But we want to thank everybody who listens to our show, everybody that's been going on to iTunes, iTunes uh, and giving us five stars. Everybody that's voted for us for the podcast awards, we don't know what's happening with that yet. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, you're the reason that we keep doing this. Um, but yeah, you're wonderful. Again, if you want to write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com and hopefully we'll answer your question. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>